spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Well, for the first time in uh, Canton City Health Department's history, 175-year history, I might add, uh, the department will be led and is being led now by a woman. And we have her on our WHBC Newsline. Her name is Amanda Archer. Good morning, Amanda. Uh, good morning. How are you? I'm doing fine. How about you? I'm good. It's day two. I was going to say, so you had one. You have one day under your belt. How is it going? You know, it's it's going great. It's uh, it's it's been a, an experience. Um, you know, I'm a, a tenured employee, so just kind of moving over into this role um, has been has been really exciting for me. All right. So for our listeners, um, just tell everybody a little bit about yourself, your background, how you got your path took you to this position. Sure. Yeah. So um, I uh, I'm a Canton girl. Uh, I went to McKinley, um, and when I decided to go to college, when I got out of college, um, I wasn't really sure which route I wanted to go, and I ended up securing a job um, with the county, with the Stark County Coroner's Office. Um, kind of worked my way up through there a little bit and ended up um, uh, working as their, their coordinator for the, for the office um, and found myself doing some, some lightweight data analysis. Um, didn't know at the time that it's kind of like an epidemiology uh, work that I was doing. And I started, you know, talking to people in my life, some mentors and, and friends, and they said, you should really look into uh, uh, a, a master's in public health or getting into public health. Um, and so I did that. I liked the data aspect of things. Um, I liked, you know, crunching the numbers and, and seeing what you get on the other side. So I uh, uh, finished my master's degree um, in uh, public health, and then a couple months later secured a job with Canton City Public Health as an epidemiologist. Um, and from there, I've been there, I'm on my 10th year now with the agency. Um, I, I was promoted to a director role um, right before COVID, so that was exciting. Um, I actually am an infectious disease epidemiologist, and when COVID hit, um, it was about three months since in my directorship, so I just slid back into the epi role, and I did that for about a couple of years while also trying to carve out this team um, of uh, public health professionals and, and some of the programs that we did. And then when Jim Adams announced that he was retiring, um, I thought, well, I should probably throw my name in the hat or my, my, my name in, in the ring, see, you know, what shakes out. Um, and so that was September. And now here we are. Here we are. Yeah, that, that's awesome. I mean, when you talk about COVID, you know, that's that's one of the things that brought the health department out into the public eye, you know, a lot for for the average person. Um, and then and now COVID is, you know behind us sort of um but you know how do you how do you work through that now now that you know here's here's the health department but the health department does so much more than just that right sure yeah so i mean i think people know the health department only by obviously the services that they might have used in the past and so like when i was at the coroner's office i didn't have a really robust understanding of what the health department did i thought they did death certificates because that was the space i was in um and so if you're you know a resident of canton you're only going to really know um, what what we do based on, you know, what, what you've encountered. So, um, you know, we do clinical services, um, and we have 
several different uh, clinics that people can come in and use our services, everything from the sexual health clinic, we have immunizations for children, uh, we even have a travel clinic. So if somebody's, you know, leaving the country, you know, we want to make sure that they're protected against anything that they might pick up in a different country. Um, and so we offer those travel uh, immunizations. We have WIC uh, women, infants, and children. Um, so uh, uh, pregnant women and, and children, they can come in and get the supplemental nutrition. Um, we have that program there, um, birth and death records. We also do um, a lot with our environmental health, so uh, food inspections, tattoo inspections, pool inspections, um, and also nuisance complaints, um, going out into the community and helping residents identify uh, challenges in their, in their yard or on their property. Um, and then my team actually is kind of like, I always say it's like behind the back of the house. We're the things that the community doesn't see. Um, and so that includes like emergency preparedness, uh, epidemiology, workforce development, um, and then some of our accreditation uh, processes and uh, quality improvement. So those are things that kind of, we call those foundational public health services. They are imperative to the department to keep things moving forward, but it's not necessarily uh, citizen, um, like for, we're not serving the citizens. Right. Um, so yeah, so there's a lot that we do. Are we also, you know, um, we have an air pollution control department that monitors um, our our air and the quality of our air. So it's pretty robust. We also have a lab, which is pretty unique. Uh, we're one of the few health departments left that actually have a lab inside our health department. Wow. There is a lot. And I think there's uh, a lot. I know. <laughs> and, and I think about all of those things, because like when the Canadian air, you know, problem came with the Canadian wildfires, we relied on you for the air quality alerts and things like yes. that. Yeah, um, yeah and I, that can really affect people, you know, if they yeah. have chronic illness or respiratory issues. So it's really, you know, we're, we're happy to be able to give those alerts and let people know what the status is. So so what are, do you have any priorities that you've kind of set for yourself or the department? Yeah, so we, um, you know, in, in public health, we have um, kind of like three buckets. Um, we have our core foundational programming, and these are things that we just do regardless um, because they're mandated by law or it's, you know, it's public health kind of 101. So that's your communicable disease response. You know, those are your restaurant inspections. All of it is kind of um, focused on keeping the, the community healthy. And then we have, like I said, those foundational capabilities, and those are things that we, we do kind of behind the scenes, um, and uh, it's imperative um, that those are in place um, to keep the health department running and also provide opportunities for everybody to be healthy. Um, and then we have our strategic priorities. So we just approved a new strategic plan. Um, and so these are things that we are going to work in the community with other community partners um, to kind of all row the boat in the same direction. And so that's going to be um, access to care, uh, addiction and recovery, food security, and then our neighborhoods and our built environment. And all of those were decided based on input from community members, um, agencies, partners um, that we work in, and then also data that informed those decisions. And then for me, internally, one of the big things, and, and not uncommon or not uh, different from a lot of industries, is going to be workforce. Um, we have some pretty significant gaps in our workforce, in our departments, and so we want to make sure that we can fill those. So we're looking at different strategies um, to recruit and, you know, basically introduce public health as a career option to people who, have, um, who either have the degrees that they could use to work with us or you know, introduce it as, hey, you could do this, you know, once you secured a degree. Um, so it's, it's kind of an exciting time for us. Yeah, I was going to say, I was just going to say, you have to have a lot of employees because there's just so much to do and so many different facets for you. So um, I would imagine that'd be very important. Yeah, we have about 70 staff currently. So 75 
plus is a good number for us. Um, but it, it's, uh, it, it's a trying time right now, and I don't think that's uncommon across different industries. Um, but it really takes, you know, a person who wants to come in and, and work in the community. And so that's, you know, what we're looking for. Well, we wish you the best of luck, and we're going to stay in touch with you so we can get the word out and, and help you with that. Um, and uh, I certainly appreciate you coming on today, Amanda. Yeah, Thank I you. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. Thanks. You too.